Welcome back to Podex. Our guest for today is Mana Patel. Mana Patel is one of India's best swimmers. She has represented the country in the Asian Age Group Games and the South Asian Games, and she has also represented India in the recently concluded 2020 Olympics. And it's going to be a really fun conversation because we are going to dive into her mindset and learn so much from her. So, Mana, thank you so much for joining in. Hi, Ayush. Thank you so much for having me. It's uh, I'm sure we're gonna have a lot of fun chatting. Okay, so you know I wanted to like dive into it straight to it. You know you spoke about this on your TED talk also. I wanted to know how how do athletes have that mindset or how do you have that mindset to continuously keep on moving and going ahead? Because like what happened in your TED talk, you said that you had a shoulder injury once and you felt like uh, you just got back up. You took a break because you you were forced to take a break because your doctor advised you. And as soon as that ended, you came back up and you started fighting again. And then you were back in the pool practicing every day and trying to work out. Um, yes, it's uh, so I've been swimming for the last 11 years. I've been uh, into competitive swimming since 2010. And uh, yeah, I started off because I really enjoyed swimming as a sport. You know, nobody from my family decided or ever forced me that you have to do this. You know, you have to go to workout today. Um, I remember as a child, like when I when I was like 10, 11 years old, I'd always reach, uh, you know, I'd always be at the pool 15 minutes before my time, you know, and I was never late, like hardly. OK, maybe some few exceptional cases, but I'd always even at five in the morning, I'd be there at 4.45, I'll be sitting, then I'll do my warm up and then jump into the pool. So I was very, very eager to swim, you know, like I used to maintain a file and I used to write down everything that I learned, you know, obviously because I was new to the sport. So uh, I, I enjoyed it. Swimming's always been my passion. And yes, it is a very monotonous sport. You know, every day you get up, you swim three, four, four, five, six kilometers uh, per session, just up and down the pool. It's a very, very monotonous in a sport and um, I don't think there has been any drastic uh, change in my routine since then since 2010 I mean I follow like a very you know very very similar routine and uh, yes there are days where I don't feel like getting up in the morning especially in winters you know like I don't want to get the job done but that's when I actually push myself you know it's like just just get up and go get the job done and once you once you push yourself even if you don't want to do it and the satisfaction that you get after achieving, I think you just feel so good about yourself and uh, swimming makes me good about myself. You know, I, I, I enjoy it and um, I think I belong there. It makes me happy. You know why I think you get that satisfaction? I'm not sure. Maybe I may be wrong also, but uh, this is like, I think it helps you form a, a self-discipline first of all. And then you find that you've already achieved it. It's very rewarding. Like for me, I started, like I, I told you this before on call also, where before I used to not do anything much. And then I kind of, I used to sleep late at night and all. And then I kind of got into this routine of waking up early, doing home exercises and all that stuff. And I'll tell you this, I used to hate waking up in the morning and doing those exercises. But I used to wake up in the morning and do those exercises. After I was done with the exercises, I was excited for the next day. And then again, when the next day came, I hated it again for that two hours period. But then it did help me develop that self-discipline, that thing. And then seeing that as a reward that the self-discipline was having an impact on my life and things around yeah. me, I think that gave me that satisfaction. 
exactly i think uh, the feel good factor about yourself and the fact that you know you have a structured routine like you're doing you know everything in life has its own time as i've mentioned before you know like doing things properly in an organized manner i i, I think it's it's all about uh, you know it makes me happy it makes me feel like okay i'm doing the right thing you know like at least for myself you know but i'm i'm very curious about how do you think one can develop self discipline um so like if you can't develop it by yourself then uh i'd say you should have people around you who would push you who'd motivate you to take up certain extracurricular activities or certain hobbies that you know uh keep you kind of stable as in uh, apart from going to school college and tuitions like you should have something else as well you know like a me time you know as you as you can call it a me time where you could read a book or where you could uh take up a sport or do something play a um, instrument so i think it's very important like my parents always uh, pushed me you know i've always been a very very creative child so even if you can't find that you know if if you can't discipline yourself maybe you should take help from your parents and um get a nice routine for yourself yeah i think that is like very important because then it, it provides a sense of clarity in you know knowing what you want to do and all that stuff but um yeah. i wanted to ask you what role has it played in like all of this how did it help you in building reaching you to the part to olympics because that's one of the most biggest things and you you've made the country proud you know yeah i've always wanted to do something you know i was always i've always been a very hyper kid you know i don't i don't like settling for less mm-hmm. like i just like to you know better like i want to be a better version of myself in the end like i want to be better than what i was yesterday and i've been like this like a child you know no matter what i do i want to be really good at it you know otherwise i won't do it so i'm like that and also like it's um uh what's it called yeah when i started winning i was like okay now i i'm really good at swimming maybe i should you know focus and i was and then i started thinking that okay i want to represent my country at the olympics and i really want to bring laurels to the nation so that's what an other thing is um like you know so many people tell me that uh, do are you missing out on life there are certain things you know your friends are doing that you aren't doing like going out on holidays partying uh, staying up till late yes that's like a small price that you have to pay if you want to uh, you know do something extraordinary but again like you don't have to be devoid of all these things you know you could find a balance somewhere you know you could okay yeah maybe you don't go out every single weekend but you could go out maybe one or two weekends in a month i mean there's no harm in it so like having a balanced life is also very important for an athlete but at the same time as i mentioned earlier i'm going to say it again like everything in life has its time like i believe that if i'm not going to be swimming at the age of 40 like if i've taken this sport then i have to give it my 100% because this is my time to perform and i'm at the peak right now so i might as well do it properly you know put aside most of the things everything whatever is required give my everything and yes once i retire i can do whatever the hell i want to in life you know i'll have that satisfaction i'll know that yes the work is done and i can go and enjoy now you know time to do something else so that's what goes on in my head but like uh, i i wanted to know this thing which is you spoke about this really interesting thing that you continuously focus on your work and that is what helps you develop and grow every time 
but how do you cancel out the noises you know when you're practicing while you're swimming at the race and all there will be people who will be saying good stuff they'll be saying um people who will be saying bad stuff about you how do you uh, people are saying maybe her form isn't good she doesn't deserve to be there how do you how do you cancel out all the negatives and all i mean one thing you know like the downtime your downtime when you're at your lowest you end up learning so much you know you evolve when you that's when you actually you know you mature so when i was injured there were so many people who doubted me they're like okay she's not coming back you know like mana's gone now you know she can't make a comeback and there were so many people you know just for the sake of it because i was injured and they just wanted to say something is like okay maybe you know you should do this but they never meant it you know they just wanted to say something so one thing i've realized is that people are going to talk no matter what you do good or bad they are always going to have an opinion you know like people do talk you know you ultimately you have to live in a society you have to you can't isolate yourself from in everyone right so all you can do is just cancel out the noise that's when i realized that people who matter to me are my parents my coaches and maybe one or two of my close friends but apart from that like whoever's going to come and tell me like mana you should do this do that okay i listen to it but i'm not going to inculcate it unless it's going to help me swim faster are you going to like if x person says something to me if it's not going to help me swim faster why should i waste my time and energy behind that person or dwell on whatever he says and you know feel bad or feel good whatever like why should i waste my emotions on that person not required you know like i am here to do something different i am here to achieve my goals and if people are going to just you know talk 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 i'm going to get distracted so you have to put your blinders on and get the work done and have a very very small circle that's what i've realized i mean yes people everyone is different i'm not trying to compare like you know some people like to have like 100 people as their friends like i am someone who believes in a very very close circle less drama less noise no you know i think i want to add two things to this actually first there's this person called gary v he's a very very famous entrepreneur i think you might have heard of him have you heard of gary mm-hmm. yeah so gary also always talks about it is uh you shouldn't let the good parts or the bad parts affect you so if you're doing too well and you get a lot of compliments even that shouldn't get in your head nor should the negatives get into your head so that way when you're neutral nothing can stop you because some people may have that when they get a lot of compliments and all they think that they are really good and they they feel they're better than themselves others versus when they get a lot of negative comments they feel that they are less than others so if you don't let either of it affect you then you can like move the fastest and the best way that's what gary says about exactly that's very true like you should find a middle ground you know you should not like heighten anything up like you should find a middle ground and stick to it Okay. another thing which you spoke about having a group of friends like you said i feel yeah a right group of friends can really help you and motivate you to do better like i'll tell you this when i started out with podcasts obviously i've not done very great my podcast numbers aren't huge but because of the podcast i get to know a lot of amazing people such as you like i get to talk to personalities i get to learn from them and all and when i started out the podcast i started in the 10th grade and a lot of people were telling me why are you starting this in 10th grade there are board exams as this and that you shouldn't be doing it and in fact before i started a podcasting youtube channel i had a fluffy fluffy motivational talk youtube channel so you know gary v puts out these motivational talks so i was putting that out but then i realized that you know it's actually stupid because i haven't achieved it and all but the worst part was i said it all in a fake accent 
and I put down that video. So a lot of people in the school made fun of it. And then for like, I was trolled for it and all there was a meme account made for it and all. And, you know, I, I had that setback kind of, and then these people closest to me, they were like, don't worry, you should start this podcasting thing. If you're really passionate about it, if you enjoy it, we will support you. And initially I'll tell you this. I didn't get a lot of support from other people. Like my parents supported me, these friends, you should, you know, if you go back to my older YouTube videos, they would always comment something positive, something nice, something happy. Even if it was a bad video, they would just comment something positive to, you know, boost that up to make me feel better. And I think, like you said, surrounding yourself with the right people, if you, if they are there around like the right people, then they can really push you to move to the next level. Exactly. I mean, it's, it's actually good. I, I'm, you were, in 10th grade, there were board exams around the corner. You had to study. But again, you had the courage to think out of the box and do something, you know, use your own brain and do something. Not many people can do that, right? Let, I mean, let your classmates make fun of you. It's fine. Of course, you were at an age where you were bound to feel very, ups, you know, you, yes, you, you get really hurt when your classmates troll you, make memes on you. It's very hurtful. But then think about it. Like you, you did this yourself. You got this idea at intense standard there are very few people who watch motivational videos who have the urge to learn and you had it that's amazing like a lot of them just you know hooked on to video games and movies and stuff which is not bad either but you were doing something different be proud of that you know what's the funny part a lot of people now approach me for that kind of help so they will actually ask me because of the people i know um, some of them kind of like ask me to like, you know, if I can connect them with them and so, uh, obviously I would love to, I would love to help them out, but there are times I can't connect them with everyone because of some, because of their high profiles and all, but it's funny, like it did change because, uh, I noticed a completely different perspective, which was back then versus now mm. the perspective that they have about me. So I wanted to like, ask you, have you noticed these different perspectives along your journey? I did. I mean, I can give you this one example. Uh, so when I was in school, um, like when I was in third, fourth grade, that time, uh, now my father's uh, uh, sole an entrepreneur. Uh, he's a sole proprietor. Back then, he used to uh, work for a company. He used to do a job. So uh, when I was in school, I all my friends, you know, after exams, they would make plans to go out. They'd make plans, you know, like holidays and vacations. And there were times like when my, my father, he couldn't take like family vacations. He couldn't take days off and um, we couldn't join my friend's group. We couldn't join the group. And I'd feel left out. Like I'd feel really bad. Like, yes, no, but no one would bully me or anything, but they'd, you know, like, obviously if they're, if they're in a group, if you're in a group, they'll talk about it. And I'll, I'll just simply be listening to, you know, what they're going to do at the holiday, they come back, they again, talk about it. And I'll just feel so left out. Like they travel so much. And I'd always think, when will I get to travel? When will I get to go out? And when I started swimming, believe it or not, I, like I'm, I'm never in town, you know, I'm always traveling. I'm always racing. I'm, and I'm, representing my country so i think you know that's like the cherry on top you know traveling and representing your country racing international so you know that's how the time has changed for me so yeah my friends were never mean or anything but yeah they'd kind of you know yeah i was always on a schedule i'd you know I'd not hardly attend parties i hardly attend new years so they'd kind of exclude me from the group but that's okay i mean they were young as well like you know they were 
kids but that happens but yeah this is one of the thing that uh, kind of has you know changed now yeah, you know that cherry on the thing is also huge for our country because like when we look at you when i heard about it, the olympics it was like a sense of pride that she is especially it was better for me because like both of us are gujaratis and uh, gujaratis aren't really looked up as athletes and you know when i was like yes. firstly even you know i was i'm going to be honest with you uh, when i read your name i was like wait is this patel is it gujarati for sure so i read your name again because uh, like the other people have a perception that gujaratis can't be athletes even i had that that it's hard to find only in cricket we see a lot of gujarati gujarati athletes and you know, that's like a sense of pride for even gujaratis so all of us <laughs> thank you i mean i do care a lot like when i first won my nationals when i became the fastest uh, backstroker of the country at 13 everyone was like zapped it was like dokla fafda khane wale kahan se aa gaye abhi so you know it was a shock to everyone but yeah i guess i mean gujaratis have it in them if they want to do it you know i want what was your experience like in um, you know when you won and became the fastest backstroker swimmer of india what was it like And at such a young age, obviously, thirteen is like very, very young. I didn't know what it meant, honestly. I had no clue what it meant. I mean, I still remember. This is like the most memorable, one of the most memorable races of my life. Um, it was in Hyderabad Junior Nationals, and I had my hundred backstroke on the first day. I finished, and then there's a huge roar from the crowd that I hear. and i'm looking at the stands and everyone's giving me a standing ovation hooting and clapping so i was just looking at them and smiling i was like okay maybe something good happened that came first then i go out of the pool and then my coach is in tears both my coaches and there's like i'm surrounded by a lot of camera people and people are coming to congratulate i'm like sir are you okay what happened i'm like how much did i clock he's like you're the fastest 100 backstroker in the country now it's like the indian best performance i was like okay i think that's big right So, because I was so new to the sport, I started competitive swimming in two thousand ten October, and two thousand thirteen I became the, and I got this title, and, uh, and then I was like, that's amazing. I came back, and then uh, Modi ji uh, used to be a CM back then, so he tweeted for me. He congratulated me. Then Sachin Tendulkar also congratulated. So I didn't have Twitter back then, but I just wanted to go and check the tweet. So I made a very, um, I made, I made an account on Twitter. I like at most stupidest picture as my profile picture. Just wanted to check the tweet. So yeah, it was amazing. But, yeah, I, I don't think that you're using that Twitter anymore because like I was searching for your Twitter account um, to send you a message there, but then I found a very old one. So I I wasn't sure if you're oh. using it because there are no followers also. I don't think too many people follow it, so it wasn't verified. Correct. I just made that account. I uh, back in 2013 just to you know see those tweets, and after that I don't even remember the password. I never used it. But like, what was your best experience of swimming? Like, uh, in terms of your best memory, I would say not even experience. Like your fun memory, I would say maybe the one which you really enjoy when you look back. not one actually i have plenty plenty as in it's just a feel you know like there's i mean there's nothing new swimming training swimming training is very monotonous you just swim like a couple of kilometers per day and you're done but the fact that you you know you get to meet so many people along with like you know when you race international you compete you you get to meet so many people from different countries you you know you become friends with them you get to know about their culture their country it's beautiful so this is like one good part about the sport 
you know it connects you with a lot of people all over the world like i can say now i think i have like one friend each all over everywhere you know so it, it's it's very nice it's it's a good feeling to connect to different people different kinds of people all right um i kind of changed the question do you have like any funny memory of swimming funny funny oh, yeah i have it's funny and painful at the same time but in 2014 uh, we had my nationals in bhopal and it was raining and there's this small pool like where i was swimming down so after my race all of us you know after racing everybody swims down you know slow swimming just to get rid of that lactic acid so um what happened it was pouring and i was facing the wall then i again like i turned around and i see like a water polo ball in hello yeah. yeah i can hear you yeah i saw a water polo ball and that just you know came at me it hit me and like i had a small concussion for some time i was taken to the hospital i was given to injections i was crying and my you know because of the injections my bums were like super super sore and painful but the next day i came and i got the record in 50 meters freestyle like my coach was like it's okay don't swim you know like you're in pain and freestyle is anyways not your stroke just find just take a give it some rest and you know you can race day after focus on your backstroke i'm like no 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 i'm fine i'll swim i'll swim i got the national record in that as well so i think that's very funny at this i mean i think it's funny so i think it's like really amazing like that that's a thing which i really like about athletes you know not giving up and then like you did it at such a young age it's really inspiring i think it's it's also because you know when you're put in the most toughest you know like most awkward not awkward but like a very impossible next to impossible kind of a situation that's when you you know like you feel like okay i want to do it right now if not ever like i want to do it now i want to prove myself you know that's what kind of drives me at times you know i'm i'm i know i'm going back to the funny memory part but you know i had this really funny memory which is like uh, basically when i was in school uh in preschool we used to have these swimming camps so it was from preschool to fourth grade where uh it was one school and they used to have these swimming camps every year so i started going through these swimming camps back in nursery and my funniest memory is because when we start swimming all they did was they used to take us to these very shallow baby pools and they used to give us these plastic cups and what we used to do was we used to just spill in water and throw it on each other's heads so i still remember back then as a kid i used to just like i used to tell my friends come i'll take you for a bath come i'll take you for a bath and we used to pour water on each other <laughs> and that is like one memory uh, after that we learned how to swim and all but that is like one memory which is always in our heads like you know come i'll take you for a bath no but <laughs> You know, I can swim, but I can't like swim really fast. Like, uh, I, I'm just curious. This is um, how how long do you hold your breath? How long do athletes hold their breath in water? Can you all hold it? I mean, I I do get this asked often, and I'm like, it's not about like how long can I hold for. I mean, it's about like breath control is very very important. You know, like being an athlete. But I'm a backstroker, so I don't really like you know. Yes, I need to improve my lung capacity and all. That's fine, but like I don't freestylers. They kind of you know like other strokes really needs, but backstrokers. I'm facing. I'm like my face is up, so I don't really need that. But yeah. <laughs> Hey, um, just one thing. I can hold my breath for like one minute. So, I mean, uh, if this is a victory for me, I'll be more than happy. Can I? Is it longer than? Uh, how long can you hold your breath? 
I've never tried actually honestly I've never tried so I guess that's amazing one minute sounds amazing <laughs> Okay wow so like, right in my box So yeah that's like one achievement I think which I have over you the only achievement in swimming I would say maybe even that we're not sure about but it's really nice to know That's nice <laughs> But I wanted to ask you what is like your best advice like your coaches gave you like all best advices you can give more than one Uh, I think the one that was which will stay with me forever is, you know, this. I I also agree to this as in, you know, you athletes. Everybody, you know, they look after their body. You know, everybody like apart from athletes, yes, athletes have to be physically very very strong. Okay. Other people also, you know, they just want to be, uh, you know, they want to be fit. They want to look good and toned, but. Eh, like all this while you know they ignore their mental health. You know they ignore, um, you know, strengthening their mind. like looking after their mind their uh, mental well being so yes that's there uh, that's one part of it but other is how mentally you know you have to you know have to have control over your mind because mind being the captain of your body once you align your body to your mind you can do wonders you know like it's all up here if you put a limit to yourself and that's only that's as far as you can go but otherwise sky is the limit like you i don't think there's anything impossible ever like you just need lot of planning you need to understand your body and you you need to keep telling your mind that yes i can do it so you know when you align your body to your mind you can do wonders that's one thing that i'm going to remember for the rest of my life but uh two questions uh how do you how does one strengthen their mental capacity to you know strengthen their will power and all and secondly how do you think the, what's the role of persistence in it the role of persistence 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 Correct. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so strengthening the mind, yes, it's not easy. It takes a lot of self control, and it's very, very difficult. You know, if you, uh, one way you can achieve uh, it is through meditation. Again, when you sit and meditate, if you're very fickle minded, you'll, you'll, you know, your mind will start wandering once you, you know, sit down. But uh, another way is, you know, you have to let your, you have to feel everything that you feel. You know, you can't suppress any of the emotions. You can't suppress any of the feelings. You know, some days if you're not doing okay, you can tell yourself it's okay not to be okay. You know, you have to let your emotions flow. Acknowledge every single thing that you feel. But yes, you can't let it affect you negatively. You know, all this you should, you know, take it up. I I kind of talk to myself. You know, I I keep journaling. Journaling really helps. You know, when you pen down your feelings, when you let it out, when you organize, when you systematically uh, channelize your uh, emotions. You know, that's when it it really helps. And uh, of course, experiences in life will also uh, strengthen you. You know, it will also make you really strong. And persistence, yes, it is the key. Like persist. If talk about persistence, grit. all these qualities you know if you uh, you know try and inculcate you know you try and work for it i think it's you you're going to get there and uh, otherwise also like if you think you need you need help like you, there's no there's no harm in taking help from someone you know if they can guide you if they can help you understand your mind better understand what's good for you and also you know what is not good for you that's sometimes even more important you know to know that what is you know what you don't want that is more important So yeah these are a few things that you can think about yeah, you know uh, so i was actually told the same advice that you gave me about uh, 
knowing what you want and not knowing what you want i was given like a very similar advice uh, by one of another person on my podcast back long before and he gave me this advice which is um you should constantly experiment and try different things so that you can at least know that what you don't want in life you know so you're trying uh something you're trying this field in science and now you know that okay you don't like science so you don't want it or you're experimenting with this food you don't like this item so you're like now you know that you don't want it if you never try it you will never know if you can like it or not so that is one thing which he told me exactly that's very very true and also it's i think it's very important to rule out certain things that you know you don't want you don't need now there's again like a major difference in needs and wants but in the end you should know that okay maybe some things you know there are certain things that make you happy but they're not good for you you know like you have to understand that there will there are a lot of things in life which will make you happy but again like having that doing that may not be good for you so again you have to understand that and then rule out what you don't want that's very important like you can want whatever you want in life but first you need to understand what you don't want in life you know correct and uh, yeah i think what you spoke about was priorities so like how do you athletes set about because you all have a very very firm mindset you'll prioritize your practice every day how do you all like yeah. do that and force yourself to prioritize this and what what is the process like it's uh, uh again it's it's about something that i know like you know this is what i am right now like i'm not going to be a swimmer all the time you know there will be a point where i'll have to retire so this is my time to swim so right now like you know i can't say okay i'm going to take a break now and i'm going to do this workout four days later it's not going to help me what i need to do is what i need to do right now everything else can take a hike and you know can come i mean unless it's life or death anything else can come later on so i think you first you need to understand priorities again that's when you know everything in life has its own time it looks good it feels good when it happens at its own pace at its own time so that's when you actually that's when you actually sorry that's when you actually um, you know realize and yes it's very difficult sometimes you know the pull of the uh, outer world that you know i want to do this maybe i want to skip my practice and do this but then again yes you come back you know you should know what you are supposed to do and whenever you have a holiday when you have an off session maybe do that thing later on go watch a movie on your off day something like that set your priorities straight but i i wanted to ask you this which was like how how do you all like socialize like okay so you all spend most of your time in practice so like does it like um feel weird when you all socialize or like what happens when you all socialize or how do you all get into that different frame of mindset because when you all are practicing you all are just like uh, put in effort time put in effort time work when you all come out into doing something else which is more free which is light light work and all how do you like shift your mindset to that something so uh my social life is pretty much non existent i'm not going to talk about other athletes here i'll just speak about myself like some people like you know there are athletes who are like who may be different from me i'm different but i'm just going to talk about myself here like um yes i've spent like all my childhood i've i've only been at the pool and i still consider pool is my safe place you know it's my happy place and i feel that i belong there and i suffer from social anxiety i do get really awkward when i'm you know when i'm in a social setting for example if i I've, i've only been clubbing twice in my life 
and it was very very awkward for me you know like i i like dressing up i like to listen i like listening to good music i like dress i like dressing up but i still i i don't know how to behave when there are too many people around talking about something normal you know talking not talking about sport or anything that makes sense so sometimes i i, I feel like i don't do fun you know all my life i i think i need someone sensible to talk to i need to talk to someone who you know who's smart who's intelligent like if people are not making sense i'll be like what's wrong with you that's my problem you know like that's my fault like i need to you know i need to develop a skill outside of the pool you know like i i should be able to go and talk to people i should be able to go and socialize people and that's one skill that i haven't been able to develop because of my swimming career yes i can openly i can go to a seminar i can you know openly take a session i can talk about you know mental health motivation swimming anything related to sports or you know something that makes sense but like going out having fun dancing even if i want to i really want to but i can't because that's one skill that i have not developed over these years it's going to take time you know now i'm understanding this is like athlete is a part of me but there is another part of me which is a human i've not really nurtured it and which is very wrong so it's it's very important to find a balance and it's very important to develop certain skills as well you know humans are social animals again at the end of the day no i i think you will be able to like develop it cuz like um even when i had a conversation on call with you i think it is really smart you're it's really nice to talk to you so like you are like someone who who people can interact with like you're very approachable i would say so like maybe like you said you may need to like once you open up yourself maybe i feel you will be cuz you are approachable like i said before so then it won't be an yeah. issue but yeah i i think you're getting there hope yeah exactly like i'm fine like i i don't think i can make a conversation with someone but if someone comes and talks to me i'll be very nice i'll talk you know but i just can't make the first move and that's something that i need to work on so yeah i'm working on it <laughs> that hopefully that lap you know there's like a uh, there's like a method for like um starting conversations and building trust so over the years i've realized this that if you want to uh, build trust with someone very very quickly you give them a part of yourself so you tell them a secret about yourself or something and what happens is that person thinks that okay this person feels comfortable opening up to me then maybe even i should open up to them and that is how it builds trust on a very fast level i feel and it has worked for me like i feel so i think you can I try mean, something like that like, i i mean i don't think that's a very good advice like building trust is something that can't happen overnight i mean i wouldn't like want you to get into trouble like yes you can open up open yourself up to someone but you know you wouldn't want that someone to mess up with you you know if they know any anything about your secrets you know take your time to know people there's no hurry is all i'm saying like building trust is something that happens you know over a period of time it can't there's there's no uh, there's no shortcut to you know trusting someone like all my life you know even with coaches and all like i take my time to confide in them i take my time to trust them like i don't open up very easily it takes time you know i can't just let my, a part of me out that way that's just me again like if i gel with someone if i really connect with someone yes i will but like not like this it takes time <laughs> no you, but you know something like you said actually happened with me so i told someone one of my secrets and then um you know i think uh, it was too soon and then that secret got out to other people also 
so like yeah like you said that is also there so that i need to be cautious cautious about but it still helps it's like fast i feel it's i don't know i i'm very open about a lot of things in my life like most of the things in my life so for me it does maybe not matter so much for you like you said you're a very private person so it would be a completely different effect okay yeah again like like you should be okay if there's something like a part if secret of yours is out then you should be okay handling the repercussions like you should be okay with people talking to you if you're not okay you might as well keep it a secret so maybe you're someone who's okay you know when it's out it's not like too much of a big deal i'm assuming like i maybe i'd be like okay i don't want a lot of people to know about my personal life or you know anything that i don't want to tell them so something <laughs> but you know i wanted to know this like what motivates you to do continue every day as in sorry uh, you uh, your voice is breaking yeah i was asking you what motivates you to continue swimming and practicing every day and working ahead um so when i was injured so till 2017 every single day i was just like your swimming is my passion and i belong here and i really love it and i i love training i love racing so the drive the the high that i get from racing winning kept me going you know but there came a downtime you know when i was injured i was asked to stay away from uh, from the pool and i scratched from a lot of competitions so that's when i suddenly i was like what am i doing if i'm i'm a swimmer you know i i have to train if suddenly you know the identity crisis started kicking in and i'm like how am i supposed to deal with this but uh, there was a time when um, i really wanted to retire because i wasn't training and i was I had my doubts then my mom took me for a movie you know cuz um, you know how i am um, uh, the national anthem is played before the movie begins that's when i told my mom you know the national anthem and the tricolor doesn't let me quit that's the only thing that doesn't let me quit ever so still i still want to win a gold medal for the country listen to the anthem stand on the top of the podium and see the indian flag go up so once that dream is fulfilled maybe then i will hang my suit and retire so till then i'm going to keep going yeah I, already you've done so much and i i am really hoping you know this is going to be like a big thing to watch your journey coming ahead because you're so young right now and there's so much left for you ahead and i'm i'm definitely sure that's going to happen and when that happens i'll be like very excited and waving the flag <laughs> thank you that's very sweet of you yeah um so i wanted to ask you this question about we're coming to the towards the end but this was like um what do you think are the biggest challenges with athletes face nowadays a uh, biggest challenge um i think it's very uh, it depends on athlete to athlete like again i would just uh, because if you if you look at overall then i would just say uh, people should be a little more sensitive towards the well-being of an athlete you know winning and all is part and parcel you know it happens you know you lose some you win some but in the end uh, i think everyone should be very supportive of the athletes well being the mental health you know it kind of it's very very you know everybody uh, thinks that athletes are like modern day warriors you know who they have to be mentally tough and they can overcome any hurdle yes you have to be mentally very very tough to survive but at the end of the day we are human beings too you know like people don't understand that yeah we can achieve anything that we want you know we physically work 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 that's very true again but then you know there are athletes we always have two lives one is the athlete life you know dealing with training performing uh, other issues that you know uh, 
that involve all these you know that involve sports that's another life then the other life is the normal life you know sometimes it's very non existent but sometimes it's still there the stressors of the normal life so there's so much that you have to deal with there's so much on the plate so sometimes i think um, the athlete kind of really gets crushed kind of gets bogged down so i think people should be more sensitive towards the well being of an athlete these days like if you've heard about the naomi osaka case simone biles so being sensitive it's not like you know being sensitive is not a sign of weakness a lot of people mistake that if you're too emotional that is you're weak that's not right you're just understanding your emotions you're letting your emotions flow yes but if you let those emotions affect you that's when you're weak that's when you know you uh, you're not able to handle you're not able to channelize your emotions that's called weakness but being emotional being sensitive is not weak so i think yeah looking after the well being is very very important and the ecosystem the ecosystem around the athlete should understand this point yeah it's it's been happening a lot even in our country we see it a lot where um if some athlete doesn't perform well then we blame it on their family members um i i'm not sure uh, i think last year some uh, an ipl player wasn't uh, performing well uh, he left ipl i think for the uh, that season or something and his um family members were like attacked and all so i think that is very unfair so i think yeah. that definitely needs to change i feel exactly like if an athlete doesn't perform then you know people start attacking their family you know people start attacking the athlete's personal life okay he is not performing because of this reason i mean how do you know like it's the athlete who's going out there performing he knows what's happening he knows his performing he knows his body more than anybody else out there so instead of making judgments instead of just beating the athlete up you rather ask the athlete are you okay you know after a bad performance yes even he wants to know what went wrong you know even he wants to sit and analyze his performance what happened people also want to know like but people are like are they they start criticizing there is a way to criticize okay people can talk people will criticize and it's very normal but you know you should just once for once the ecosystem should just once ask him are you okay and then maybe sit and analyze it's not the end of the world right so that's one thing that needs to be worked on Yeah, and you. What's the reason behind it? So a lot of people, most people, and I've noticed this is. Uh, in fact, I was having a conversation with my friend about this. Uh, a lot of people react rather than express themselves. You know, if they have some issue with it, they will instantly react versus telling what's the problem. Like if they feel the athlete isn't performing well, maybe they should rather express it in a uh, a very respectful way that we didn't like the way you performed or something. Could you tell us what's wrong or like you said, ask them if about their well being is are they feeling feeling okay? Are they feeling or not? Versus most people just go and react saying that oh maybe he was like a one time luck stroke or maybe he's not performing well because of this and that and all like you said. I mean the athlete does not want. I mean if he's out there, if he's be it like the you know very very low level competition, but even if he's at you know performing at the most highest you know at the biggest pinnacle of sport of course he's not fooling around of course he wants to be at his best of course he wants to put up the best show ever i mean if something goes wrong you don't have to just you know like you know like oh what he's a bad athlete he's not performing well he doesn't have it in him anymore you have to understand you know you have to there's there's a way this athlete also wants to know what went wrong so there's a way to talk there's a way to carry out certain things 
Yeah, I really hope that changes in the coming years for our future generations to come. Yeah. Right. Uh. So <laughs> I want. Um. I wanted to ask you this: What is your last advice for anyone who is watching or listening to this podcast? Um. Yeah. The last advice is, uh, people. You know, COVID and all. Last year was a very crucial year for everyone. You know, it's very good to see that people started. looking after their body started looking after their health you know started eating clean started working out at home you know i just want to tell everyone that the way you look after your body i think you should start looking after your well being as well as start looking after your mind as well you know it's equally important and i'd say rather even more important if you're going to be happy then if you're going to be happy then everything else around you is going to be happy it's going to be better it's, like world will be a better place that's one thing and um, yeah like other people should just focus on well being also and mentally getting stronger tougher work on those points maybe thank you so much for being a part mana we had an i personally had an amazing time talking with you and i'm pretty sure all my audience and i really look forward to like seeing you win gold medals for india and you are already everyone's already proud of you and i'm really excited for your journey to come thank you so much ayush you're a smart kid and keep up the good work it was amazing it was lovely talking to you